is part two of the series that we did right now. Um, we were talking about being adaptable. It was so exciting because we I just asked questions. You did. And I, <laughs> unexpected questions. Unexpected questions. And I love the smile that you get when I, when I go. Like and You're like, wait, what? We're going there. We are going there. Wow. And, you know, I just, I feel like I was telling you right now, like, I feel that, you know, I just want to be prepared. Yeah. I want to be equipped, you know, mm-hmm. for what, you know, for the future in my life. And um, and sometimes, you know, I'm tired of being scared to ask the questions right. that I want to ask. You right. Know? You know, and I just, you you don't want to walk, especially into marriage. You don't right. want to walk into a marriage mm-hmm. being naive. Right. You know, thinking that it's all going to be perfect. roses and perfect and breakfast in bed every morning and flowers yeah. when you get home. No, like they'll remember to do everything that yeah. you always say. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm learning that men are not And, like and no, you have to be adaptable, but also you have to be teachable. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to read Proverbs 12, 1, which I've been meditating on. It says to learn the truth, you must long to be teachable or you can despise correction and remain ignorant. Mm-hmm. And so there has to be a hunger to learn. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, um, you want to ask the questions. Yeah. You want to talk to people. You want to find out what works. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, for everyone, it's different. And even when you get married, it's going to be different. It you is. know, there's things that you're going to you're going to take and apply. And then there's things that just won't work in your marriage mm-hmm. um, in the way that it works for somebody else. Yeah. And so um, we have to have a desire just to be teachable and adaptable, mm-hmm. because um, if we don't, then we're so stubborn that you know we end up just just hitting and crashing all the time and and not not allowing god to really change us to be the person he wants us to be yeah i can honestly say i am not the same person um i was when i got married mm. i am a totally different person and it's in a good way i didn't lose myself in marriage mm-hmm. i actually found myself mm. um i discovered that there were so many things that i could do but because i had someone to encourage me to do them Aww. and so everyone <laughs> So, um, you know, but you have to, you have to be adaptable. You have to be willing to step out and you also have to have someone that's there to encourage you, not to tear you down, not to say, uh, to give you every reason why you can't do something, Mm -hmm. but to really push you to be your best you. Yeah. And, uh, you need someone that's going to be on your team continually, not Mm -hmm. just, you know, when things are right. Of course there's, there's, um, you know, foolishness, of course, you know, you're not going to go, oh, I'm married, have kids, and honey, I'm leaving you, I'm going to go run around the country. You know, that's just <laughs> foolishness. Yeah. You know, there's there's a reason to everything, but um, in, in, in finding your spouse, you have to realize that you would do have to be adaptable yeah. because he's not going to come in your image, you yeah. know, made the way you ordered, you just know, on the Amazon. Way you like it. No. <laughs> just, you know, uh, he's going to come with different, or she, you know, mm-hmm. males listening. Yeah. Um, they're going to come with different personality, maybe a different way of thinking. Yeah. And uh, many times we shut the door immediately because we're like, oh no, that can't be him or yeah. that can't be her because, you know, they, they just think that way. Mm-hmm. But, and when you realize there's counsel there mm-hmm. and maybe you were wrong in thinking that way your whole life, yeah. you know, so you're, you're open to hear, you're not so quick to shut down. Hmm. Now, um, we are led by the spirit of God. We are. And so many people will use that as an excuse yep. to say, nope. Yeah. Don't think so. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know, so you have to be careful. You do. You do. Um, you have to, um, you know, I have this friend, and uh, he's he's a really cool friend. Um, and, <laughs> and you know, he, he, uh, he, we were talking one day, and I was sitting, you know, we were just talking, and we're friends. We, we were sitting, and, you know, we were having a conversation. It was a good conversation. It was about, you know, what are you expecting, you know, when you get married, blah, 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 blah. And I did the thing that everyone does. I grabbed my phone, and I started responding to a text message mm. because I was having this text message conversation prior to our to the right. conversation face to face with my friend. So I was responding to a conversation I was already having. So I grabbed my phone and I started responding to that conversation and he called me out on it. Good. He called me out. He's like, "Stop. Don't do that. What if I was the person that mm-hmm. was interested in you and you are and I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. you just totally dismissed me." Right. You totally just interrupted a good time we were having because you were on your phone. Ooh. And I was like, but I was having this conversation prior oh to you. Like, I'm trying to defend, justify, yeah. justify my, my actions. And he's like, no, when you're in front of someone, when yeah. you're talking to someone face to face, you are, it's just them right there and then. You know, and that's, that's. I'm so glad he called you out he on did. it. He did. so glad. And you know what? I appreciate it. Like, yeah. I, it, I it felt, wasn't in a bad way. It wasn't in a bad way. He, that's a real friend right there. Right. Because he knows that I want to enter into a relationship soon. So he, he's teaching me. He's telling me, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Do that. Mm-hmm. Don't, definitely don't yeah. do that. You know, and I took it as, it's a, the constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, that, hey, I know this, this is where you, you want to yeah. be. So let me tell you from a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. that was totally wrong what distra- you just did. It's a distraction and yeah. it's a disrespect to yeah. the person you're speaking yeah. to. But, you know, even if it's a friendship, even, mm-hmm. you know, um, it kind of it kind of shuts the door. Like, okay, they find these people on their phone more interesting than having yeah. a conversation yeah. with me. And yeah. many times that will, you know, just shut the door to yeah. the person that could have been yeah. the one. Yeah. And then and then he said, you could have just said, excuse me, let me respond to this right. text real quick. But I didn't. I didn't. I just, you, just, you know, he was talking. I grabbed my phone, text reply real quick. It wasn't even more than a minute. But I understood his point mm-hmm. right there. And then it was like, you know what? It's true. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be so dismissive towards people mm-hmm. when especially when they're opening up, you right. know, and they're they could they could get up and walk away and, mm-hmm. you know, have a different conversation with someone else. But mm-hmm. at that moment, they're choosing to sit there mm-hmm. with you. And many times we do that. We um, we forget the person that's in front of us because of yeah. the person that's in our phone. Yeah. You know, that message that is just, you know, not even that important. Yeah. But yet, you know, it rings and there we are checking there we in. Are. And so we have to just be wise. And that, you know, that works, I think, in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're having conversation with your, your husband or wife, yeah. like if you're constantly on your phone, then, you know, they have every right to say, get off your phone <laughs> and pay attention to me. Yeah. Because we, we tend to, we, what we're saying is, this is more important yeah. than my conversation with you. Yeah. And so that's a disrespect to the person that you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can cause a lot of friction yeah. uh, in, in relationship and marriage and so forth. And so 
you have to, you know, when he said that, it was to help you grow. Yeah. And you took it as that. Yeah. You didn't take it as an offense. And yeah. so what you have to realize, there's people in your life that want to help you get to where you're going. Yes. But you have to remain teachable. Yeah. You have to remain uh, without offense. Yeah. Because if you're offended at everything, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're going to live your life the way you want to live it. And before yeah. you know it, you're going to be outside of God's will. Yeah. Because an offended heart has a hard time hearing from God. Yeah. And so... Um, when people around you that you know that love you and want to see you fulfill everything that God's called you to do, you have to remain teachable. Mm-hmm. And you cannot get to the place where you think you know it all because at that point, bam, yeah, you fall. Yeah. I, I think, you know, and I think a lot of, uh, a lot of times, especially when it comes to, to our phone, um, because, I mean, we're, we're hooked on, on phones, like, literally. They're always on our hands. They're always by our side. They're, when we're in bed, they're on the side of the bed, you know, and it's, it's always there. Um, I think sometimes when that, that could happen, like, I feel like sometimes people don't voice, like, hey, pay attention to me. No. Because it's the, what if I'm coming across as right. needy? Right, I don't want to be clingy. Or rude. Yeah, like, like, but I think you have to know your worth to realize, hey, I'm right here in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, look at me, hear mm-hmm. me, talk to me. I'm right here. I want to invest in you now. Let's let let it be mutual. Yeah, you know. So I think it's so important that, um, like how you were saying in the last pod- podcast, you have to communicate. You have to communicate these things and and just be open. You know, you can't. If he's doing something that you don't like, you can't just hold it in and be like, and then explode like right. 10 months down the road. Yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, that's in, in every area of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to learn to communicate. Yeah. And many times we want to hold everything in. Um, you know, we could be having an issue with our boss at work and, yeah. you know, every little thing annoys us. Yeah. You know, every little thing, you know, we, we just highlight it and we get offended and we get hurt and it's continue until you're finally you explode and yeah. you've had it, you know, and then you have this moment where oh my gosh I said the wrong things I did the wrong things I'm sorry you know you have that moment but if you learn to communicate early enough Mm -hmm. you know whether um, they accept it or don't accept it you're communicating that information and and making it vocal to them so that they understand where you're at Mm -hmm. and so it helps the relationship work better Um, you know I'm not an expert on this but (laughs) I'm just telling you what's helped me and what's worked for me um, because I was that person who just took everything in Mm -hmm. I had no voice yeah I just took it in whatever yeah. that you said I would just okay okay you know I know yeah. I I just didn't know I didn't know how to be me mm-hmm. because I was so busy being what everybody else wanted me to be yeah and so I I didn't know I had a voice I didn't know I had an opinion I mm-hmm. didn't know I had any of these things um until you know actually my husband started asking well, what do you want mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I don't know. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) The tears and all. I don't know, you know. Um, But I began to, as I spent time with the Lord and I just began to seek him, I began to to realize that he has made me unique. Mm -hmm. And I I had to be comfortable with who he's made me to be Mm -hmm. because he didn't make me to be like anybody else. And so, you know, for years I was like, oh, I got to be like that person. Like, seriously, I am a pastor's wife and I thought that I had to play piano and (laughs) sing. (laughs) I don't know if we talked about this here or not, but I even 
even bought the book. She can't even play the piano. Literally, there's a book about a pastor's wife who can't sing or play the piano. Like, oh, wow. I was like, what am I, what do I have to offer? I had yeah. no idea. Like, I, I kept thinking, like, what, you know, what what help can I be to my husband? Oh. You know, when God's called him to pastor, okay, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Just, yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not the type to sit back and just like do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I, ha- I, I, I prepare the background. I don't want the spotlight. I don't want the microphone. I yeah. don't want any of that. I just want to sit back and, and help however I can help. Yeah. But in serving the calling that God had placed upon his life, I discovered the calling upon my life Mm -hmm. because I began to serve however I could. I would help them uh, set up, tear down, you know, all those things, taking kids, youth, youth kids, dropping them off. Like I was there as a support, Mm -hmm. all the late nights that he wasn't home because he was out ministering to uh, youth or at, youth group or whatever I you know I never complained about it mm-hmm. I was never the wife that when he got home I was bitter yeah. because he was out ministering and saving souls <laughs> you know I wasn't that bitter wife I was the encourager yes I wanted him home yes absolutely even now you know he's on a mission trip right now mm-hmm. in Africa and just so many people are being saved and healed I'm not back here bitter I'm yeah. not back here thinking oh where is he he mm. should be here with me no because that's the wrong attitude I know that God's called him for a purpose and so while he's there God's doing a work in me here mm-hmm. and so my expectation is that I'm going to receive from the Lord while he's out doing God's yeah. business I'm going to be here receiving more from God because now you know yes with more responsibility placed upon me mm-hmm. now there's more um there's a deeper push to get even more intimate with the Lord yeah. because you know you have to yeah and so um yeah, I forgot what I was I, saying. Yeah, I think, um, well, a question popped up with that for, for me. Um, you know, I always thought that once I get married, I had to disappear yeah. and just become everything he wanted me to be. Mm. Um, and I think that was the the realization of like, okay, then who am I? Right. You know, um, how, because, you know, he, you talk about Pastor Kevin and how he really encouraged you and pushed you and, you know, pull you out of your comfort zone a lot of the times. Many times. (laughs) Many, many times. Where Um, I wanted to literally (laughs) lock him out of the house. Um, But how did you find that voice that your your voice you know because yes you could have all the encouragement and all the pushing in the world but Mm -hmm. eventually you yourself have to you know, um, find that voice. Um, how did you say this is who I am and it's still honoring him Mm -hmm. and it's still, you know, it's still genuine to who I am Mm -hmm. as a person. Hmm. That's a good question. (laughs) It's a really deep question. We could be here for five more hours, but we only have five more minutes. Um, how did I, you know, I think that came from my personal relationship with the Lord because, Mm -hmm. you know, you have your parents and you're being raised by your parents and you're told what to do, how to do it. You told your whole life, Mm -hmm. you know, everything, you know, that you needed to do. Yes, Yes, you rebelled here and there, but Mm -hmm. ultimately you had somebody over you that was, um, you know, raising you. And so then um, I got married at a very young age. So now... Um, here I am, I have a husband mm-hmm. who, you know, 
I'm not ready for him to tell me what to do. (laughs) But, and it it wasn't, you know, because we were so young, um, yeah, it was was a very difficult beginning Mm -hmm. because we were young, but at the same time, we were learning and Mm -hmm. we were adaptable and teachable in those moments that we needed to change. Um, And with that, my personal relationship with with the Lord, like he had his, he grew up in the word, you know, his parents were pastors and so forth. Mm-hmm. So he grew up and all the, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have any of that. And so I relied a lot on his relationship and his, um, his knowing of the scripture and the word and faith yeah. in that. So I relied a lot on him, mm-hmm. but I still had a lot of questions and it wasn't really until I stepped in and actually got hungry for the word mm-hmm. that I began to discover that God has created me as to be unique and individual, um, yeah. part of the body, but yet for a function. Mm-hmm. And so I think as I grew in the word, I grew in, in knowing who I was. Yeah. I was no longer confused with um, other people telling me this is who you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, even even now, when people say, well, you need to be this way, or you, you know, you're pastor's wife you need to do that I'm I know who I am yeah you know I am comfortable with what I'm doing I I love the Lord with all my heart and yeah. as long as I have that relationship here's the thing you can't get to the place where y- you yes you know people will always come with opinions and and and, and you have to learn to hear them mm-hmm. but allow the Holy Spirit to lead you yeah because when he needs to bring correction yeah he'll sometimes use people mm-hmm. to bring correction but you have to have a heart that's open to hear that correction yeah. and through that um, I've learned a lot through correction mm-hmm. correction from um, my elders as well as well as from the Holy Spirit just saying no yeah. don't do that no you know and so I've been teachable in that way but really I didn't like my husband encouraged me to be me yeah. Not to be, you know, when I bought those books and, and when I was having that <laughs> identity crisis <laughs> issue, um, you know, he just, he says, just be you. Yeah. See what God has for you. Mm-hmm. And so that really, like, it, it resounded in me mm-hmm. because I had no clue. I had no clue what God wanted to do in my life. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll teach um, Sunday school with the kids. And I loved it. And mm-hmm. I thought, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Um, and then, uh, you know, I got moved to another department. I'm like, yeah, this is great. You know, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, just prepping behind the scenes. Yeah. And I was totally, totally content with doing that. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be moved. I wanted to help whoever was ministering. Like that was really, honestly, my heart was to whoever's going to be ministering, whoever's going to be preaching the word of God. I wanted to do whatever I could to make that job easier for them. Yes. If it was uh, to bring them coffee, if it was to make sure they had water, make sure, you know, whatever it was that they needed, yeah. I wanted to make sure that I helped facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing that, Bam! God calls me. <laughs> He's like he and I remember I had I had a dream, um, just ministering uh, in front of like many many women, just receiving the Lord and just breaking free. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I can't ever do that. You know, I saw myself doing it in my dream. Yeah. But the reality of it was, oh my gosh, this is very overwhelming. Yeah. And to be honest, it didn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. It happened through a process because God needed to deal with some issues in me because I was very, um, I was very, very shy. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, you know, speaking in public and so funny. We got a podcast and <laughs> I can't stop speaking, but, um, 
I just had a lot of internal issues in with dealing with like identity, yeah. dealing with, um, you know, the, the rejection, I guess, mm. of having your voice heard and then people rejecting it. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I realized that I'm, you know, when I minister the word, I'm not ministering out of my own opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I, I kind of, I kind of check out, if you will. I guess that's not the right word, but the word of God is so holy when you're ministering. And I I reverence that holiness. And so I do um, as much as I can to make sure that I am in tune with what the spirit of God wants to say. And so um, I can't do that if I'm doubting or looking at people's expressions Mm -hmm. or wondering why are they looking at me that way? Um, Because then I begin to stumble on my own flesh. Yeah. And so um, I've learned to step into that full identity by really pressing into God and knowing who I am in him. Yeah. And so I'm able to have the boldness I have, not because I myself in my own am bold. Mm-hmm. No, I, you know, I will I don't like confrontation. Yeah. I don't like, you know, any gossip. I don't like that stuff. You know, I yeah. stay away from all of that. Yeah. But when it comes to the things of God, I am so passionate about yes. it because it stirs me up so much mm-hmm. because those are the very things that set me free. Yeah. And those are the very things that, that really um, allowed me to love myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, did you ever feel pressure, you know, to represent him well, you know? And I think it's a whole, you know, Proverbs 31, um, there's a scripture where it says that the woman is like the crown yes. or something like that, a, a crown of honor on her, on yeah. her husband. Um, and as, but you answered it right there with that whole, with that whole statement is you, you, your words are based on the words that you read from the Bible, you mm-hmm. know, from the word of God. Mm-hmm. And therefore, whatever pressure, you know, that I must fit this mold, yeah. it, it totally breaks off. off you. Yeah. It's off. So, you know, because, you know, sometimes it's like I have to be the certain way in right. order for to represent, you know, your job, yeah. you know, your your family, mm-hmm. you know, you have all these right. things that you feel that you have to represent so well. But when you face your identity, when you base your identity on the word of God, mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. And your job is is really um, to please God yeah. and not to please man, because as yeah. you're pleasing God, you will please your, your husband. Yeah. You will please your boss. You will please those relationships mm-hmm. and so forth. There's has to be a greater fear of God in your life yeah. than a fear of man. Yeah. And I think that's where I had to get over my fear of man, because mm. I was so busy trying to make everybody happy that I made myself miserable. Yeah. And so I didn't I didn't know myself because I was so busy being this type of person to this Mm -hmm. person and so forth that I just I had lost myself completely because I thought you know that mold of oh my gosh I'm supposed to be this and I'm supposed to (laughs) you know I'm supposed to lead person (laughs) and I can't even sing I can't hold a note people are going to leave the church because of my singing (laughs) my husband set me free from that one right away when he heard me sing (laughs) he's like no honey you don't have to do that that's that's when I do that you know it's uh, you know to encourage you, it's press into the things of God. Yeah. You're not going to find yourself. You're not going to find your future spouse. You're not going to find, you know, your your future destiny outside of God. It always goes back to the Word of God. And as you grow in your relationship with um, God and with His Word, then those walls do begin to come down. That fear of rejection just goes away. You begin to know who you are in Christ Jesus, and now you have this authority mm-hmm. in the Word, not over people, but 
in the spirit. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's not about controlling people, which that's a whole other subject that Ooh. we'll get into later. But Ooh. it's about it's about controlling your destiny. Yeah. And knowing that God has laid out a purpose and a plan for your life. And so you, the only way you can stay the course is by your relationship with him. The only way you can submit to your husband or, or follow whatever orders your boss has given you or whatever um, is by ultimately remaining in the presence of God continually, not getting out of his presence, not uh, trying to do things your way, but hearing what the spirit of God is saying and obeying what he's saying. And so it leads, it leads you to a life of victory. There's so much peace and you know, there's not that bondage of, I have to please because the only one you need to please is Jesus. Yeah. That (laughs) could be a whole different podcast right there. Um, I know that these episodes have been a little longer, but I think it's just, it's good conversation. Conversation. And I think it's stuff that needs to be heard, you know, especially us as women, we need to be adaptable and we need to always base our identity off of Christ. Yes. So we love you guys. Uh, of course, if you have any questions for us, uh, uh, messages via Facebook or email um, through Jesus Pod, you could send a message. You could send a prayer request. You know, we want to pray with you. We, we, we want to encourage you. We want to send you you know, resources, we want to send you scriptures that you can use if you're going through something, you know, detailed scriptures for you. So just, you know, download the app, look us up on Facebook, we're uh, in under, speak it out, and just uh, like our page, you know, leave us a comment. If you have a suggestion for a subject that you want us to talk about, let us know. We are, we are, we want to hear from you. We love you guys. God bless you. Ciao.